You're listening to the 25th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. I'd like to continue inside of the Madriga Sagam. Omnam, Adain Suicha Anar Lohavim. We still need to understand. Why was it necessary for Hashem to warn us, to give us an exhortation in regards to not setting aside, not constricting ourselves, not taking away from what we have now in order to have for later? Why was that necessary? That's not going to be a problem forever. It's going to be a problem the first year. This type of fear is only possible when we're speaking about the very first Shemitah. They haven't yet seen the reality of the blessings. Once the first Shemitah passes, they see the blessings already, so then they'll already understand. It's not necessary to scrimp and save. They're not going to do this again. Once you see the blessings, once you see Hashem provides for you, it's not going to be necessary or desirable to scrimp and save the following series. It doesn't make sense that the Torah, which is written forever, for us, 3,000 years later, that it would only write a warning which has to do with the first time. However, if we have a bit of sense, we will understand. The exhortation of the Torah is not just for that first time, but it's really for all of the uh, subsequent Shemitahs. It's a very fine thing. It's a secret in the matter of Bitochen. Listen to this, because this is foundational. This is foundational. This is so important. When it says in the Torah that I shall command my blessing, it's a condition. There's a condition here. The truth is, Hashem does not give blessings beyond the natural order. Who merits to have supernatural blessings? Who merits to see Hashem in their life in an open way? Only those who trust Him and shelter themselves in His shade. Like the Pasuk says, it's a famous word, Hashem Tzilcho. The Pasuk says in Tehillim 121.5, Hashem is your shadow. Our sages say, and actually my Mary Shiva points out that it's hard to find this Memor Chazal, but I did see it in the Sefer Tach Bashem, brought down from the Baal Shem Tev, interestingly. We find that when it comes to a shadow, what happens? A person puts up his hand, right? You see the shadow moving. As I move my hand, you see the shadow moving. So if I put up a finger, so Hashem, I'm sorry, so the shadow also shows a finger. When you show a hand, if you show your whole hand, so then the shadow shows the whole hand. This is according to how much a person is close to Hashem. So too, the person will experience Hashem's hashgacha and goodness. A way, according to the way that a person relates to Hashem, is how Hashem relates to the person. And the attribute of Hashem is according to the attribute of the person. According to the way that a person measures, according to the way that we behave, so Hashem interacts with us. This is a very powerful thing.
comes out what Vim Kane comes out like this, an amazing thing, an amazing Yisoid. A person who is afraid, he's worried about the future, he doesn't, he's afraid to trust in the Torah, he's afraid to trust in the promise of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that he's going to have what he needs. And instead, he scrimps, and he saves, and he puts aside money, and he puts aside wheat from the first six years in order to have what he needs for the seventh year. An amazing thing. If a person says, you know, I don't really believe in the, in the promise, I'm afraid to believe. So he doesn't get God's blessings in his life. Instead, since he did not throw his pack, he didn't throw his burden upon Hashem. Instead, he wanted to be wise, he tried to be smart, so to speak, with his own uh, plans, his own conniving. What does he need the blessings? Hashem says to him, He has it already, he has what he needs, he's already set aside what he needs for the seventh year. Says the altar of Navardic, the blessings will not come on such a person. As it says in Chavis a person trusts in anyone other than Hashem, if a person trusts in his own efforts, if a person trusts in his boss, if a person trusts in this one, in that one, etc., in the government, in the stimulus plan. So Hashem takes away his hashkacha, his divine, uh, his divine attribute of watching over that person directly, and he says, "Here, doesn't hate. You trust in the government. You trust in your job. You trust in your boss. You trust in your abilities. So, doesn't hate. You can. Let's see what you can do by yourself." That's the Chavis Alavavis says. Says the altar, an amazing thing. The person is not going to have, you can't experience a miracle if you don't expect a miracle. If you don't trust that the miracle is going to happen, if you don't expect a miracle to happen, if you don't believe in it with all of your heart, it's not going to happen for you. You're not going to have the triple blessings because you didn't trust in Hashem. The person who is afraid, the person who is worrying all along, he doesn't get it. He won't understand what happened. Say, look, I did the right thing. I did what was appropriate because I put aside the money and now I see I needed it. I put aside the wheat from each year and I see that I needed it. This that he was doing, setting aside a salvation for himself over the last six years. He sees a clear proof. It's true. He didn't get more. He didn't have more of a, a growth. And he says to himself, if I wouldn't have prepared, if I wouldn't have set aside, I would have died of hunger. So he's very happy that he was worried about the future. Because of his foolishness, he won't say, why didn't I get the blessings? How come the blessings didn't grow for me? Why didn't I get the triple crop in the sixth year? It's because I messed things up myself. He won't realize that. Because I prepared things and I didn't trust fully in Hashem. He'll say, he'll make this mistake, he'll say, I did the right thing. I did a good thing. I prepared. I, I put aside money, I put aside, you know, I, I put money into insurance, etc., etc. 
Chas v'chalila. He says, I didn't give myself over to happenstance to whatever's going to be. And and I'll mention, because I have to, because it's current events for me, that uh, Baruch Hashem, my son, now has just gotten into Yeshiva Gedola. And there was a whole question, and we were working on Bitochan in this area. Will he get into a top, top Yeshiva? Perhaps he won't get in. His Rosh Yeshiva was sure that it has to be this specific Yeshiva. And there was a whole Ashka Chopratis Maisa, I can't get into all the details, but Lamaisa in the end, after a lot of back and forth and speaking to the wrong people and then speaking to the right people and then an interview that didn't go as well as we wished, a second interview, Kodesh Baruch Hu helped that we got into the place that Bezrat Hashem will be the right place for my son. But throughout the whole thing, one of the things that a certain person said to my son was, you can't just have one option, you need to have a backup, ba 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 bam. And we felt, no, we have to have bitachin. We have to have bitachin if this is the right place he's going to get in. And we went to the Kaisal, we dive in there, and etc. But the Maisa, the bottom line of it is that some people will say, there'll be naysayers who will say that no, you need to have a backup plan, no, you need to have all, you know. But the bottom line is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us the best, best thing for us. Hashem wants to give us good, but He's waiting for us to trust in Him. Sometimes He does something to get our attention. If we don't wake up, He keeps doing that thing. That negative situation might be there for us because we need to wake up and trust in Him. Or it might be there because we need a kapara, this lifetime, previous lifetime, who knows? We don't know Hashem's cheshven. But the bottom line of it is that bitachon works, and it works corresponding, in a way that corresponds directly to the way that we interact with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's how He responds in kind. The Allah Kasvat Teres says the altar, such a person about whom is, is about whom the Teres says, that if you go with me, with Keri, in a way that things are happenstance, I'm going to go with you with an angry happenstance. A person will not merit to see the salvation of Hashem. And he, and he remains entrapped, ensnared in his trap of worry about tomorrow. He says to himself, look, it was good that I worried because what would be today if I didn't worry? And what happens? A person's children continue in his way. Right? A person, based on what's going on in their house, how they speak about things, how they talk about their parnasa, how they talk about stimulus plans, and etc., etc., et and paychecks. That's what our kids see. That's what our kids learn. Baruch Hashem, in my, in my house, we talk about Bitochen all the time. My kids, Baruch Hashem, my daughter just told me, my five-year-old daughter told me that she was at a certain table, the yellow table, and she wanted to be at the blue table. This is in Gan, in kindergarten. And she had Bitochen, she would be on the blue table. And her teacher moved her to the blue table. Gaval, a true story, a Bitochen story. What we talk about is what our kids talk about. The way that we approach life is how our kids will approach life. This mistake besides for not being clarified retroactively. Not only will he not see his mistake after the fact, this is the kind of mistake that can continue throughout all of the generations, throughout all of the years, from 3,000 years ago until today. Depending on how we do things, that's what our children do, that's what they teach their children. Right, the seeds that we plant today. We need to be, as we spoke about in the Parsha podcast, a Nasi, a leader, a true 
leader planting those seeds for today that are going to bear fruit over our lifetime, over our children's, our grandchildren's, our great-grandchildren's lifetimes. Okay? A generation that doesn't think into matters, doesn't use their intuition. They're compared to a group of blind people. The blind leading the blind. Each one is leaning on the next one. Assuming that the other person is going to help them. When the first one falls, the dominoes all fall behind. For this, the Torah comes to tell us a very important and powerful and constant exhortation. Don't worry about it. Eat your food. Eat your bread. Fill up. Feel good. Feel full. The content here, what is the intent behind the statement of the Torah, is don't worry about tomorrow, don't make that mistake. How can I fulfill the Din of Shemitah? Don't make the mistake. Oh, I want to do the mitzvah. How can I possibly do it? i got to worry today. I'm the one who's giving you the command. I'm the one who's telling you, that you can do it. You will do it. I will help you. Don't worry. Don't worry today. I'm the one who gives you the, the command to do Shemitah. I'm the one who will make sure that there are blessings for you. You won't lose out by doing a mitzvah. You won't lose out by being committed to Yiddishkeit. You won't lose out by sitting and learning Torah. You won't lose out anything by doing what's right. Don't worry at all. Don't scrimp and save. Eat, enjoy, feel full. Sit, be assured, be confident. Of course, a person needs to have self-confidence, but the self-confidence comes because you know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is helping you. Have strong, powerful confidence in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because even without preparations, putting aside and making oneself unable to enjoy what you have today, you don't have to do that because I promise, says the Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're going to have as much as you need. You're going to have triple of the amount in the sixth year. And then, if you behave this way, if you trust me, says Hashem, if you believe in me, if you believe that miracles are possible and they are shaykh to you, they can apply to you, don't worry, don't, it doesn't matter. If you've done averis, it doesn't matter as far as you need to do tshuva, but as far as bitachon is concerned, even a rasha, b'teich v'ashem, chesed yisabibbenu, as Chazal tell us, even a, it's a medrash, even a person who is wicked, but he trusts in Hashem, his bitachon works. Well, we don't have to worry. Maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe it's not shaykh to me. Maybe it doesn't have to do with me. It has to do with everybody. If a person has that type of bitachin, I promise you, says Hashem, I promise you, if you trust in me, there will be an over, over abundance of wealth, of all that you need, that's going to indeed be there for you. If you trust me, I will be there for you. Have no fear. Thank you so much for listening.